millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. like 85 percent of this podcast i love being recorded that is also good and i love hearing my own voice i would be sad if you were like i hate the talking part <laughs> like, the rest well, is fine well <laughs> um yeah first off weird that you took this long to tell me <laughs> secondly uh so i've been watching Zane a blog i've been watching through law and order criminal intent as, yes as you will recall yes and there was an episode recently with Fisher Stevens where he was a radio host. Yes. And everybody was like, he just loves the sound of his own voice. And I was like, <laughs> can't relate. <laughs> just Some kidding. people do. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I like the sound of my voice. You like the sound of my voice, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I learned to like it. Yeah. Because, I mean, when we first started, it was just like, I hate this. This is excruciating. Like editing and listening back. Yeah. Which is how most people feel. Because you're like, that's not how it sounds in my head. Yeah. It sounds so much deeper in my head. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, is that me? Is that me? Is that my voice? (laughs) You know? Like, like, who's this clown? I do feel like a lot of the guests that we've had have been like, I'm not listening to that. Yeah. After they record. And I'm like, it's fine. It's so, yeah, it's, this is how you sound all the time. No offense. But like. And you don't sound weird. Or we wouldn't have asked you. Yeah, <laughs> to be on the show, <laughs> your so, goofy voice. We'll work sorry. around it. Yeah, we'll f- fiddle with the <laughs> the numbers. Why yeah. do I sound so far away? <laughs> uh. Why do I have this weird echo filter? We're <laughs> just trying to do anything. Yeah, that's. I read somewhere that Johnny Depp says he never watched his own movies. He's just like, once it's done, I don't go watch it. Huh? Which I could see how that would be hard. Yeah. to watch yourself and be like, ugh. I feel like you would get used to it though. And I guess not if you never did it. I guess. <laughs> that's true. Never, you're like, well, I'm now I'm 48 and I can't start now. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I do feel like when I started playing music and I would see pictures of myself, I'd be like, well, I look dumb. Yeah. But then you get to a point where you're like, I look dumb. You're like, everybody looks dumb. <laughs> Just like, it's fine. That's playing what I look music. like. I'm sure there were parts where I looked cool. Yeah. And if and I didn't. I had fun. Yeah, I had fun. It's fine. And that's the important part. I think th- maybe it's just me. But when I was younger... I do feel like I was trying to not trick people, but be like, okay. I mean, and I think it's a societal thing, too, to be like, let's contour our faces. Yeah. Let's have a flattering haircut that changes how much fat you feel like you have on your face. Let's dress a certain way. Let's disguise who we are to be more pleasing. Sure. But you get to a point where you're like... None of us are fooling anyone. You know, like, we all know what we look like, and And there's no reason to worry about it. I don't have time for that. Yeah. And it's like, nobody's worried about what I look like. They're worried about what they look like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think being on a podcast, uh, playing music, seeing videos and pictures of myself, and also working in a salon 
where you're just looking at yourself I all day long. I look at myself yeah. eight to ten hours a day. Yep. Very used to it. <laughs> really helps. Yeah, it's just exposure therapy. Yeah. Where, I mean, truly, like, yeah, with this, like, I don't, whatever, I hear myself talk all the time. Yeah. And then, like, I, when I record audiobooks or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I got to go back and listen to it over and over again. Yeah. Now I'm just excited when I listen to old episodes and then you say something and there's like a thing in my brain where I'm like, here's what I would say next. And then that's what I say. Yeah. And I'm like, still got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm consistent. Anyway, getting older is nicer than being younger. It is. I mean, they're, you know, not to be like, <laughs> if you're young and you're listening to this, your life is terrible. Oh, no. But it's just like, it get it gets better. It really does. Because yeah. you just like, you realize that you're focused so much on like, you're worried about everything. People are going to think this about me and they're going to think this. Do I look dead? And it's like, you realize that everybody is doing the same thing about yeah. themselves and nobody is focused on you. Yeah. I mean, there is a little bit of focus when you're young in high school. Kids are mean. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But it's because of that. It's like, their because ins- they're insecurity. Yeah. Which yeah. I remember being told that, you know, when you're in high school and you're like, no, it's not. Right. Well, and it doesn't make a difference. The reason that they're being shitty to you doesn't really help. It's like, well, it's because they're unhappy. It's like, okay, but they're still... They're making me unhappy now. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Making fun of me and making my life hell. Right. I don't care. The the ends. Yes. The The means suck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it's great to be old. It is great to be old. Speaking of being young or old, I don't know. uh, This is a podcast. Right. About old movies. Yes. About movies from, for kids, from before the year 2000. Yeah, from the late 1900s. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes the middle 1900s. The 20th century. (laughs) And yeah, we're here to talk about a movie of the month. So the way that we do this is we have one movie a month and we will record four episodes this month. The first episode of the month, we'll talk about the history, what was going on in the world when the movie came out. The second episode, we will talk about the pop culture when the movie came out. And then this week, the theme week, we will talk about something that relates to the themes in the movie that we are covering. Yes. This month's movie is Jingle All the Way. It is. And who are we? Oh. Oh, no. Who am I? (laughs) Not just name only. You don't have to get into it. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm Bucket Snake. I'm Meat Wedge. Yeah. (laughs) We got there. That's a bonus episode. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, join the Patreon. To hear us have existential crises. <laughs> but yes, so our movie of the month, Jingle All the Way. Neither of us remember watching it, maybe have never seen it, but we're kind of going off vibes here. Yeah. And uh, a little synopsis that we read that Arnie is going to spend some time trying to get a toy that his son wants and yes. participate in some shenanigans along the way. Arnie Schwa's shenanigans, our favorite. Which is what <laughs> happened in kindergarten cop yeah yeah he can't help but get into shenanigans that's yeah that's what he do with a name like arnie schwaz it's gotta be <laughs> do shenanigans you ever go to type his name and then be like never mind because yeah. <laughs> i did that making these notes yeah i, I was gotta... like arnold schwaz <laughs> arnie arnie we all know who we're talking about a couple about. jason sudeikis i'm just like nah, no i don't i know what letters are in here and i don't know what order they go right, in. yeah uh that's j suds actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah Anyway, so our theme for this month is Grand Gestures Gone Wrong. Ooh. We're going to talk about really going really far out of your way to prove 
your love and affection, your worth to, yes. you know, to a, a loved one when it's probably not necessary, which I feel like is going to be what we're going to learn at the end of Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Because he's going to go through all this stuff and then his family is going to be like, it would have been nice if you were just here with us. If, yeah, if you'd have just been home. I'm sure that's the moral. Like that fake flubber movie that we wrote. Oh, yeah. On the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, join the Patreon. Listen to our rewritten movies. Yeah. They're better. So let's talk about some times in history when someone went really far out of their way to do something for someone that was way, 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 way over the top, unwarranted, or just generally missed the point. Let's do that. So we'll talk about um, some historical things. We'll talk about some pop culture things. And then we'll talk about some stuff that real life people did. Okay. And, you know, feel free to interject with your opinions as we go. So first, let's discuss what counts as a grand gesture. As the name implies, it requires something more demonstrative, physical effort, sacrifice of time, money, or pride are key. The definition, when I looked it up, had a picture of John Cusack and say anything Mm -hmm. next to it when he's like holding up the boombox. Yep. Which is classic. Never seen that movie either. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. We should cover it. I haven't watched it since high school, but I watched it a bunch in high school. Yeah. It was one of my favorites. So a grand gesture can also be a form of love bombing. Mm -hmm. Initially, the gesture can make you feel safe, secure, swept off your feet because they are a self-esteem boost and they make you feel important and desired. But the love bomber's ultimate goal is not just to seek love, but to gain control over someone else. Over time, these grand gestures can be an effort to manipulate you and make you feel indebted to and dependent on them. You can't be mad at them. Look at yeah. how far out of the way they went for you last week. Right. You know, they've done so much for you. Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> yeah. Why would you think that about them? I guess. I think I'm, I don't want to say immune, but I'm <laughs> the wrong kind of person to attempt that sort oh, of manipulation on because absolutely. I'm like, that was too much and you need to back up. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. So mm-hmm. I would be like, be like, and, <laughs> <laughs> and. I'm mad at you and last week you embarrassed me in front of everybody. Yeah. Have so. you had a grand gesture happen to you that you can think of? I don't think so. No, because I just I I can Shut feel it down. that yeah, I yeah. can feel that sort of thing, like that sort of person, and I'm just like, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Cause you're already like doing too much. Doing too much. Yeah. You're coming on really strong and I'm uncomfortable. So yeah. I, I have had two separate people go very far out of their way to leave flowers. At my place of residence. Yeah. I don't like that. One time was when you and I lived together. Oh, yeah. Didn't somebody walk? Yeah. Across very far. town. Mm-hmm. And our roommate let them in. And they put flowers on my bed and left. Nope. And we'd hung out one time. Mm-mm. See, yeah, that's too much. I, I was dating a guy for a while who, like, you know, he surprised left flowers in my car. Yeah. He was, he said later when I saw them, he was like, yeah, I was really hope. you know, I was like, I was trying to figure out how am I going to get in there? What sort of excuse am I? He was like, and then your car was just unlocked. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> it usually is. It was Whoops. my first car. So I was like, yeah. whatever, steal it. Who gives a shit? Right. Um, and he left like flowers and presents like in my car, but it was very welcome. We'd been seeing yeah. each other for a while. It wasn't too much, you know, it was right. like things that it was near around Christmas time. Like yeah. it was fine. But yeah, not like a, we hung out one time and then you were in my bedroom yeah unwelcomed and unbeknownst to me yes and what did you say to my roommate yeah not like that what was the other one um someone walked not across town but pretty far to lay flowers outside my apartment door and we'd been hanging out for i think maybe a week yeah at that point yeah 
it's just too much. Bring flowers the next time we hang out. Yeah, sure. That's a normal thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, flowers are great. Everybody loves flowers, but yes. don't. Uh, even if you just drove and dropped them off, like, it's the effort that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, you I know? can see that. Yeah, if you were like, it was literally five minutes, you know, like, yeah, I was on the way over just there. Just like... You know, oh, I saw this thing and you mentioned it when we were talking and I just, you know, put it in your mailbox. Yeah. Way less effort. But to be like, I walked 45 minutes one way. A dozen roses. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know you, dude. Yeah. What's your middle name? I don't even know. (laughs) If I don't know your middle name, don't be bringing me flowers. Actually, you know, I'm about to get married, so don't bring me flowers anyway. Unless you're my fiance. Yeah. Hey, hot toes. Hey, business goose, if you're listening. (laughs) More flowers, please. Yeah, you can. Yeah, hot toast Anytime. can leave some flowers on my bed. For no reason. The cats would probably eat them, though. Yeah. Anyway, so the number one red flag that you're being love bombed is that they will shower you with unexpected gifts as tokens of their affection. Gift giving itself isn't a problem, obviously, but it becomes a problem when the gifts are unnecessary, unwanted, extravagant, or over the top, like we just said. Yeah. If you make it known that you don't want these gifts and they keep giving them to you anyway... This is a red flag that you're being love bombed. Mm-hmm. These gifts are usually something quite elaborate, expensive, or big purchases to win you over. Like when somebody spends way too much on you, like really fast, you're like, please don't do that. That's weird. Yeah. This is like a couple years ago. I wouldn't even do it now, not even for the bit. But a couple years ago, we were talking about Elon Musk. Yeah. And I was like, I would go on one date with him because I bet you he tries so hard. <laughs> like on yeah. that first date, you know, yeah. to be like, you're going to like somewhere really expensive. You're yeah. going to see something really cool. Like yeah. he's he's pulling out all the stops yeah. to be, you know, to like impress you. And I was like, I would for sure go on one. And then I would just ghost him, you know, but like. <laughs> and what a good story to ghost Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm going on one date. Yeah. Just to see what it's like. Yeah. But not even for the bit now. No, it's it's too much. Not worth it. Nope. So let's discuss some grand gestures throughout history and decide if they were a good move or a bad move. Yes, please. Number one, the Taj Mahal. (laughs) Starting small, I see. (laughs) This one is at the top of every list. Yeah. So the Taj Mahal, if you don't know, is an ivory white marble mausoleum. It was commissioned in 1631 by an emperor, Shah Jahan, to house the tomb of his beloved wife, Mumtaz Mahal. The tomb is the centerpiece of a 42-acre complex, which includes a mosque and a guest house and is set in formal gardens. The Taj Mahal complex is believed to have been completed in its entirety in 1653 at a cost estimated at the time to be about 32 million rupees, which in 2023 would be approximately 35 billion rupees. The mausoleum was built in the memory of Shah Jahan's wife, who died while giving birth to their 14th child. After her death, he avoided royal affairs for a week due to his grief, along with giving up listening to music and dressing lavishly for two years. Wait, did he give up dressing lavishly or did he dress lavishly <laughs> yeah, for two years? Yeah, he, he gave it up. It's a, Oh, he dressed all sad. Yeah. It's okay. a weirdly worded sentence. Yeah. Um, hmm. So is this a grand gesture gone wrong or big temple done right? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, he definitely made a big temple. Yeah. But she's dead, so she can't even enjoy it. Who the hell is the guest house for? The gesture is, hey, let's maybe stop at like eight kids. Yeah. That would be a grander gesture. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, allow you to stop giving birth. A too big, too late sort of situation, I feel. 
Yeah, I mean, it's in the 1600s. It's yeah. pretty... It's, it's, I mean, obviously, they had a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but they were going off of 1600s medicine, so it's pretty amazing that she made it to 14 children. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they thought of it as, like, a great, wonderful thing to have a big, you know, royal Absolutely. family. But I wonder how old she was. I don't know. I didn't look it up. I also didn't look up how that money could probably be used for something better. Oh, it would have been so much better if it yeah. had been like in memory of my wife, you know, I'll, building libraries yeah. and I'm doing this and that and the other. No, of course, it's going to be like, here's this big. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is the most pointless grand gesture because she can't even enjoy it. Yeah. And so you've built this huge thing that is no use to most people in the way that money could have been used for a lot of things. Yeah. And she can't even go there. No. Well, she's there, but she did. Right. And she he's can't buried walk in there around too. in it. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, I yeah. guess. A, a, a big lavish tomb is a miss literally every time because yeah. it is for bones. Yeah. And hopefully, fingers crossed, you don't give a shit where your bones go. Yeah. Once you have left them. Hopefully so. I mean, or there's a lot of room in there to wander around as a ghost, I guess. That's true. If if you have to hang out, I think if everybody is a ghost, that just can't be true. There'd be yeah. so many ghosts. We would yeah. be bombarded. Yeah. Elbow yeah. to elbow with ghosts. You know, it would just, there wouldn't be, be a soup. It'd be ghost soup. We'd be walking through all the time. Cut to ghost vision and we're in a ghost soup right now. Yeah. And they're all looking at us. And they're just like, hmm, like, cool. Oh, okay. Soup. Yeah. It's really crowded in here. Yeah, well, we then it, it should be warmer. <laughs> good point <laughs> yeah that's I've, global that's what's causing global warming it's, it's all just the, ghosts. the ghosts yeah that actually is hilarious yeah i feel on the fence about it yeah i mean it's nice you know a bit that's what emperors do they build big temples oh, yeah. whatever but it's just pointless to build one after she's de- built it beforehand yeah, it seems like a waste of money thank you for giving me all these children i do think Sorry that it you die was nice that he was really sad outwardly yeah. also you know you yeah. didn't listen to music for two years. I know. What a bummer. Also, what if you're walking around and somebody else is playing music? What do you do? <laughs> you know, somebody else be like, <laughs> the emperor is still in mourning. Yeah. For two years. The emperor's no groove. Yeah. Yeah. No groove at all. <laughs> There's no music. He get, he put all his shiny hats away. Yeah. That's a bummer. That's a sad, you know, I lo- we love to see a sad man. I don't want them to be sad. I'm just saying. If you're but grieving, it is, yeah. it's nice to see him doing it right. Yeah. But... but I just, yeah, I feel like it could have been done better. And is that what she wanted? I don't know. There's no record of like, and this is what she wanted, you know? Right. Like, if I died and somebody spent that much money on me, I'd be mad. I'd be so like, mad. Donate, adopt 45 dogs in my name instead, yeah. you know? Like, build me a gigantic house while I'm alive. Sure. Absolutely. And then once I die, d- yeah, the money needs to go elsewhere. Yeah. All right. Number two, Richard Wagner's Siegfried Ideal. I. That's German. (laughs) Siegfried Idol? I don't know. The first six years of German composer Richard Wagner's relationship to Cosima Licht were marked by scandal. (gasps) Both parties were married when they started their affair. (gasps) Wagner's first wife died in 1866, and Cosima's first husband allowed her to get divorced in 1870 after she had already given birth to three of Wagner's children. (laughs) Yeah, he let her get divorced. Yeah. Like, bro, she, you, you might as well. So the two were married as soon as possible. They were honeymooning when it came time to celebrate her birthday. So Wagner woke her in the morning, 
with a chamber orchestra on the stairs of their Swiss villa, performing a symphonic birthday greeting he had composed in secret. Siegfried Edel, named for their son, Siegfried, Mm -hmm. was filled with personal touches like family lullabies. Though it was conceived as a private gift for his wife, Wagner would later sell the 18-minute work and edit it to accommodate a larger orchestra. Hmm. Would an orchestral alarm do it for you? <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> like when people sing happy birthday to me. Yeah, you would be so upset. This is too much. I would die on the steps. 18-minute happy birthday. Yeah. And you've just woken. Full orchestra. You probably have to pee. <laughs> you gotta stand there for 18 minutes right. and pretend to be happy about it. Oh, God. I mean... This would be nice if I were the kind of person who saw the help as less than human. Yeah, true. So you're like, oh, this. Be- if somebody wrote a song for me that had like family lullabies in it yeah, and stuff like I that. I do think that's sweet. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. That's so personal. You paid attention. You yeah. know, you did this for me. Love that. But then to have to stand there while an entire orchestra performs it for me. Mm-hmm so uncomfy yeah but if you're the type of person who is like this man with a violin is not a human to me because he's been hired then it would be fantastic it's like basically you just turned on the radio exactly yeah it's john cusack (laughs) with his boombox right oh it is (laughs) but in human form that's cute it's the 1800s version of john cusack with his boombox yeah but it's people yeah i mean I don't know, you know, given the setting, it could be kind of nice. It just kind of depends on where I, where I am. Yeah. How much is everybody looking at me? And also, does she like music? <laughs> well, <laughs> don't marry a composer and have three children if you don't like music. Right. But like, is that her thing or is that his thing? Right. You know, that's my question. Yeah. But, uh, but I think I mean, you I, gotta I know, know that it's a nice gesture either way. Sure. But if she would rather him have just stayed in bed with her longer, brought her breakfast in bed, that would mean more. It's like, was this meaningful to her? Was he just showing off? Yeah. But it is harmless, I do feel. Yeah. A little more harmless than. Well, and too, like, I need to see the layout of the situation. Because if she's, like, on the balcony and they're down, like, outside on the steps... That would actually be really nice. You know, you're just like yeah. in your little, I'm sh- picture her wearing like a fancy robe and she's out on the terrace or the villa, yeah. or no, the veranda. And they're like down there playing her a song. That's actually pretty lovely. Yeah. But if, if she like is going to go down the stairs and they're all like stacked up, up the <laughs> I know, staircase. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> it's like. They're like shoved into the snare. You narrow... can't even get to the cinnamon rolls <laughs> because like they're all on top of each other. Yes. The guy with the timpani drum, like at the bottom, just like <laughs> boom, boom, but, like that's too much. And like, i Robert, I just woke up. So, yes. Richard, um, there are a lot of factors that come into play. Yeah. I'm leaning towards no, but I mean, I, I do think on some level, if you marry a composer, you gotta know that this is coming. Yeah. If you marry a sculptor and he's like, I made this bust of you, and you're like, I hate that. It's like, what, what, <laughs> what are you doing here? This is how I express myself. You yes. know this, yeah. you know. At least if, if you're going to get in this situation, you gotta say at the top, no, orchestras. writing songs for me is not, I, I, it's your thing and I appreciate that it's your thing. Yeah. I don't need one. I don't want one. Yeah. It, yeah. It would not impress me. That the don't only, impress me much. They, yeah. The only thing that makes me think that it was maybe a little bit more of him showing off than him knowing what she wanted was that he ended up selling it. Yeah. But I can also see, like, I wrote this for you initially. Here you go. 
Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. Now everyone else can hear it. It is still my job. Yeah. And it is a, the, one of the best things I've ever, you know. True. So, again, eh. you gotta feel it out. Hopefully they, you know, it worked out. Yeah. If I was dating someone in a band and they were like, I wrote this song for you. Yeah. Now it's going on the album. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Make everybody listen to my song. What if it was for you, but it was bad? (laughs) It was mean. (laughs) Or it just wasn't very good. bad song. (laughs) And they named it Meat Wedge. And then everybody knew that it was about you. They're like, oh, that song's about you. The one that's like, (laughs) so bad. I don't know. I have had a song written about me before. Yeah. A long time ago. I don't remember if it was good or not. I wish I still had it, but, you know, it's one of those things. As soon as I was like, listen, you live far away. This isn't, you know, tenable. Yeah. Deleted. I was like, (laughs) can I have that back? You wrote it for me. Deleted. (laughs) This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, so Edward the five, six, seven, eight. Edward the Eighth's abdication of the throne. <laughs> I had to count. <laughs> no, I just was imagining like that would be a great name for some sort, maybe a drag king, some sort of performer where you're like, no, my name is Edward five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's funny. Uh, so yes, Edward five, six, seven, eight was willing to change British history to be with the woman he loved. After reigning as the King of England for 11 months, the short-lived leader announced that he was abdicating the throne in 1936 to marry twice-divorced American socialite Wallace Simpson. Mm. What a name. Wallace. The implications of the gesture went far beyond their relationship because his brother Albert filled his place making young Princess Elizabeth next in line for the crown. Oh. So without that happening... Yeah, life as we know it. Yeah, it would be... (laughs) Yeah, it would have really affected our lives. Uh, <laughs> though Wallace and Edward remained together until his death in 1972, their marriage didn't always live up to its romantic beginnings, with affairs, public fights, and Nazi associations keeping them in the news. Mm. Was this an admirable sacrifice, or should he have just had his wife killed by the paparazzi and publicly dated his mistress, as is tradition in the royal family? Allegedly. <laughs> Yikes. Ah. No, I think that's a very noble admirable sacrifice you know to be like yeah. listen i'll i'd give it all up for you again if it's what you want if yes. you're both like 
we're head over heels in love. We want to be together, but we can't because of this. And he's like, I'll fucking quit. Yeah. I won't even be king anymore. Yeah. Because you know they still had a great life, you know, tons of money. It's yeah. not like he was no longer related to the royals. Yeah, he still had money. Yeah. So that's the, that's the best part. What, yeah. You get to marry king money without <laughs> having to be a queen? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, no responsibilities, just money. No, I think that's great. Now, if she was like, I don't know... And if then I'm he was feeling like, it, I know. gave it up, so we have to. Yeah, talk about feeling obligated. Be like, yeah. Ugh. but like that was a choice that you made, man. You didn't consult with me. We've been on two dates. Yeah, you're my third husband. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so hopefully, uh, she also wanted that, and it worked out. Right. Uh, Nazi associations. And I didn't click on it. Never cool. Because I didn't. I was like, I'm not going down there. No. I don't need to know. I don't need need to bring Nazis into this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a bummer that they were cheating on each other and fighting, but <laughs> at least he wasn't the king, I guess. I guess. While it was all happening. But no, I I do think that's nice. Yeah. As long it, as yeah, if it's what everybody wanted. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Way right. cooler to be alive. Huh? Way cooler to be alive. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Instead of just. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and now for some pop culture grand gestures and movies that we have covered. Yeah. So up first, let's discuss True Romance 1993. Clarence kills Drexel for Alabama. Amazing. The most romantic <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Uh, if anybody needs a refresher because you don't listen to our Patreon episodes. Boo. And haven't seen True Romance. Uh, also boo. What are you? That's just. Right. Yeah. Well, in both ways, you're hurting yourself. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you're missing out. Uh, Clarence, played by Christian Slater, falls in love with Alabama, played with, p- played by Patricia Arquette. Mm-hmm. She is a sex worker. Her pimp is Drexel, played by Gary Oldman. Clarence goes to get Alabama's things and ends up killing Drexel in the process. Yeah, intentionally, he goes there to kill him. Yeah, um, because he just can't stand the thought of some man walking around thinking that he owns Alabama. Yeah, and when he gets back, Alabama cries. Clarence says, "Why are you crying? Do you do you wish you were with him? Do you wish he was here?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "I just think that's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me." Yeah. So it is incredibly romantic. I mean, he. But I mean, I would be like, uh, "Murder! You, know, like you yeah. murdered a, a murderer!" <laughs> but you know, and the jealousy is a little icky because yeah. it definitely is part of it. Him being like, "Yeah, he's jealous." Yeah. And, Which well, is not cute. N- and I don't know if it's a jealous, like, that way or just, like, a, I can't... Because Drexel thought of Alabama as his property. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if it's a jealousy in the in a, the very basic way, but in the, like, I don't know, I feel like it's a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's a lot of complicated feelings, but it is... It just... It does... It's, like, his first... It's like it consumes him. You yeah. know, he's like, he has to die. I have to kill him. Yeah. We cannot. L- you know, him. when they could have just up and moved. Yeah. They could have up and went. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it. Drexel isn't going to try that hard. No. You know, he'd be upset, but. Not for, yeah. And Alabama had only worked there for like a week. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He'll find other women to replace her. Yeah. So. None as cute, though. That's true. Patricia Arquette's so cute. So, like, it's too much. But I also see where she would think it was super romantic, yeah. you know, because she's in this, like, she probably feels super trapped. Yeah. Nobody's ever cared about her 
probably i mean i just i don't think you end up in a situation like that if you have like a super loving home life you know and yeah or a good support good, system healthy yeah. friendships yeah. so she has nobody you know and yeah. she's feeling super lonely and then this guy who she's already having feelings towards goes and does this really yeah. i mean violent but cool helpful thing to help her out yeah super sweet yeah i think so too plus man that movie just so good yeah the biggest uh, bummer about it is that we don't get more Drexel in the movie. It's true. <laughs> it's there like, should be like a Drexel spinoff. They, I mean, Gary Oldman has said straight up, I'd do it. Yeah. I would do a whole movie about Drexel. Yeah. I would watch and it. I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's discuss Edward Scissorhands. Okay. The snowdrift. Yeah. When he is carving up all of the ice sculptures after he's moved up into back into the castle to make it snow. Yeah. Down on the town. Yeah incredible yeah so sweet very sweet doesn't hurt anyone exactly not a big sacrifice he's not expecting anything from her in fact it's kind of like an i'm sorry yeah grand gesture Mm -hmm. because you know he's like listen i I just don't fit in with your society but i really care about you so let me show you that i care about you but i do have to be up here by myself yeah um no absolutely not problematic at all (laughs) absolutely fantastic so sweet adorable very sweet you and know, thoughtful, a little sad, yeah, very sad. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, something that nobody else could give her, and yeah. mm-hmm. you know that she clearly like really appreciates yeah. and remembers for forever. And absolutely, I know. Yeah, because this is when we hear about that. It's her old self talking yeah. about it. So it's yeah, definitely in her memory. Yeah, very sweet. Yeah, and last, Belle in the library, Beauty and the Beast. So stupid. <laughs> Good. That's what I was gonna say. It's <laughs> the dumbest. He's like, "Hey, here's a a room that already existed it was in already my house there. He that you could no have effort. gone in. Yeah, zero. It's all for you. Cool. It's... Pack it up and let me take it to my house. Oh, I can't. Yeah, you opened a door. <laughs> he blindfolded. He doesn't blindfold her. He says, "Cover your eyes." And then he leads her. He opens a door. It's like I have a library. I have a library. He already told her you can go anywhere in the castle except the West Wing. Yeah, so, so she already could have gone in there. She already could have gone in there. Yeah. And he's just like, do you like it? She's like, yeah, of course I fucking love it. It's something to do for one thing. Yeah. And for two, you know I love to read. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I wouldn't even... He acts like it's a grand gesture right. in the movie. Right. But it's not. It's not. No. No. So basic. You know, and they could have, like, fixed it pretty easily. Yeah. Even just, I mean, it's incredibly basic. But if he'd have been like, these were all in boxes in the basement and I, yeah, un- I spent all night unpacking them for you or something yeah. and putting them on these shelves or something like that. Or, like, I lost the key to this room 10 years ago and I, you know. Searched high and low. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. But he literally just, he opens the door and. And then it's like, here's a room that already exists. Like, don't you love me now? <laughs> Look, our room. <laughs> They're trying to paint it. Yes, I mean, like, he's caring. He's giving her things. That's because you know he says like, I want to give her something, but what do he I give her? And then it's kidnapped like, kidnapped her. Give her her freedom. <laughs> give her her dad back. God, he opened a fucking door. You're supposed to do that anyway. <laughs> the worst. All right, and so finally. Let's discuss some real life romantic gestures gone wrong. Yes, please. There were a lot. Yeah. Out there on the internet. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet I didn't look. I was just looking for listicles, but I bet there's a whole Reddit dedicated to it. Oh, several. Yeah. yeah. So, but I just picked three that I thought were funny. Okay. 
One Valentine's Day, I decided to sneak out of work early and surprise my then-boyfriend by making a nice romantic dinner. When I told my boss, he thought it was such a good idea that he decided to do the same for his girlfriend. Come 2pm, my boss and I ended up walking out together. He had a number of things to carry, including for including roses for his girlfriend, so I offered to help. Coincidentally, my boyfriend decided to surprise me at work that day with flowers. Uh-oh. As he was coming in, I was coming out, laughing, roses in hand. Needless to say, my boyfriend was convinced that I was slipping out with my boss early. He literally threw the flowers at me and yelled profanities. Uh-oh. No matter what my boss and I said, he didn't believe us, and he moved out the next day. Okay. I don't think it's needless to say my boyfriend assumed my boss and I were together. Yeah. Because you have to... There's a lot of conclusions that you yeah, have jumped yeah. into. Yeah. So you have to either already feel that way or suspect that something is going on or just yeah. be a little unhinged. Like, Or was she leaving with her boss? Yeah. <laughs> that is also a possibility. But I mean, if, if both people are going like, no. Yeah. He, he just told me I could leave early, you know, like. Either, yeah, something is going on and you've suspected it the whole time and this just maybe that wasn't going on right now. But edge, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I know. I just thought that one, it was so, that one's so over the top yeah. to be like, you saw me carrying flowers while I was walking next to someone who had their arms full. Yeah. And you assume, yeah, we're I'm slipping away with, that's so the public. office watching. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and it just sounds like maybe he already wanted yeah. out. Yeah, it sounds like it. Or he got so upset so fast because he, he was an irrational human being. Embarrassed. And then he was embarrassed yeah. and he was like, there's no salvaging this. I'm yeah. going to look like a jealous asshole forever. I'll never be able to go to company parties. Yeah. So I may as well break up. Yeah. So just go nuclear and move out. Damn. Yikes. Many years ago, my now husband and I lived in an apartment with a balcony off the master bedroom. One night, he took our dog for a walk while I watched TV in the bedroom. Shortly after he left, I heard what sounded like a gunshot. I rolled off the bed and started screaming. Soon after, Josh came running in and tried to calm me down. He said he'd always wanted to try tossing a rock up to a window to get my attention, but because it was so dark, he couldn't see the size of the rocks very well. He tried at least three smaller rocks before throwing one that finally got my attention. (laughs) Yes, we kept the rock. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> that one is really cute. <laughs> to be like, oh, this will be so cute. It always works in the movies. And then it's like, oh, God, no, I'm under attack. At the deck. It's My boyfriend's so out there. Loud. <laughs> so funny. Oh, you're probably picturing your boyfriend's like shot bleeding. Yeah, but it's actually just a dog uh, down there like, boop. it wasn't that cute (laughs) she's not coming to the window must have the tv up too loud oh my god speaking of i i am not telling tales out of school or whatever that saying is because i cannot remember who told me this so there's no personal information in the story Mm -hmm. but someone was telling me their co-worker came into work with an a hemorrhage behind their eye because they were at Thanksgiving and they're older and then someone younger in the family came to Thanksgiving and brought their snake. Mm. And it scared her so bad that she like stress gave herself a hemorrhage behind her eye. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never been that scared in my life. No. But that's what 
I imagine may have happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if I thought I was being shot at. <laughs> yeah, I might just pass out. <laughs> I'll simply pass away. <laughs> I, I don't like, know. That one damn. time I thought someone broke into our house and that's I just true. laid there waiting to die. Yeah, that was my fault. Yeah. I slammed a door. I was telling my nanny kid that story the other day because oh, yeah? out of nowhere he was like, tell me about a time when you've been scared. Oh. And I was like, like... What do you mean? And he was like, when you were little, when you were grown up, whenever. Just tell me about a time when you were scared. Yeah. So I told him that story. <laughs> I didn't tell him that I laid there waiting to die, but. <laughs> you were just like, all my affairs are in order, so I guess it's fine. <laughs> I'm 26. I don't have any affairs. <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> and I'm going to die. <laughs> I haven't even had time to have affairs to put in order (laughs) and lastly a fun-loving boyfriend decided to surprise his partner by posting her an unusual present Mm -mm. himself Mm -mm. but the joke went horribly wrong when the delivery was delayed and he almost suffocated to death oh no who sing from chongqing city in southern china made a friend tape him into a box that he had paid a courier firm to deliver to his girlfriend li wang Another friend was waiting at his girlfriend's office to film the surprise when he jumped out. But in a horrifying twist of fate, the unsuspecting couriers mixed mixed up the address and instead of 30 minutes in the sealed box, Mr. Singh was trapped inside for nearly three hours. Oh my god. The box had very little air inside and was too thick for Mr. Singh to make a hole in it. By the time the package had arrived at his girlfriend's office, where a friend was waiting to record her surprise on camera, Mr. Singh had passed out and had to be revived by paramedics. I bet she was fucking surprised. (laughs) What a surprise. My almost dead boyfriend. my lifeless body. My unconscious body. Oh my god. Yeah, you know. I'd be like, is this a present or a threat? Yeah. (laughs) Who's done this? Is someone coming after me? Money? Yeah. Okay. Don't mail yourself. No. Two. If you're gonna mail yourself, put holes in the fucking box. (laughs) Have an air hole. Pack a snack. Yeah. Maybe put in an exacto knife in case you need to cut your way out. Like. Yeah. Hello. Just don't mail yourself. Just don't mail yourself. It's never a good idea. First of all. Also, like, especially. I don't know. Do they not ever see each other? Yeah, that's or a weird. Was she gonna go home and see him after work? Thing to do because they only <laughs> live thirty minutes apart. It yeah. sounds like. Um. So they probably saw each other recently, fairly frequently. Yeah. It's not like you think you're going to pick someone else up at the airport, and there they are because you haven't seen each other for months. It's like, yeah, I probably saw you a few days ago. Right. <laughs> Unless it was. And it's not even like a long distance thing. No. Because they live 30 minutes apart. (laughs) So, yeah, that's very strange. I like to imagine, too, that it was like a bike courier service. (laughs) (laughs) It's a human-sized box on the back of somebody's bike. What did they order? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you want to, for whatever reason, surprise someone in a box, just set up the box on their front porch. Yeah. And like it's a package. Yeah. And then while they're home, while they're home or they're about to be home. Yeah. But you never know. You got to have they get, a contingency plan. What yeah, if there's traffic? What to, if, yeah, they got more paperwork on the way. Uh, yeah. What if they actually I can think of it wasn't a grand gesture. It was a small gesture that kind of went wrong. I can think of one. Yeah. Because I was seeing this dude who lived in Columbus mm-hmm. and I one day I was like, 
he had just you know moved up there recently so he didn't have like he didn't go out very often yeah. didn't know many people around and yeah. have a lot of stuff going on so i was like it's a pretty safe bet he is home yeah i have his address i'm just gonna drive up there oh and so i did it almost didn't work out because my phone my phone's always I'm like constantly dying just in a constant state of low battery i don't know what the situation was <laughs> at this point so i was just like talking to him you know on the way up there and i'm like what do you do just kind of sussing out what are you up yeah. to what are, you, what are your plans for the day you know and he was like oh nothing you know i'm just like hanging out of my house and so I got up there, and he's a drummer, so he was practicing the drums. Couldn't hear me knock on the door. My phone's fucking dying. So I had to go, <laughs> I had to plug my phone in <laughs> into the outside outlet at his apartment building. Oh, no. So I'm just, like, perched up, like, and then I texted it. So I was te- he's getting my text messages. Yeah. But I had to, like, plug my phone in and wait for it to, like, come back on. So then I s- was like, answer your door. And he's like, Why? <laughs> so that i texted him a picture of his own front door and he was like are you here and i was like yes for fuck's sake so anyway it worked out he thought it was adorable we hung out whatever then like a week or two weeks after he tried to do that to me oh no but we were not exclusive and i was like i've lived in this town for quite some time yeah i am at another dude's house and he was like halfway oh no to kentucky yeah and then he was he finally like he asked me something i was like oh you know i'm hanging out with this dude because i was being very transparent about it you know i was like i'm hanging out with this dude or whatever and he was like oh i guess i'll turn around and i was like bro (laughs) i have shit going on yeah (laughs) like i'm sorry that it didn't work out but like i'm you have to give me otherwise engaged yeah Yeah, so oh yeah felt kind of bad for him i read a couple other um proposal ones where they had gone wrong like somebody baked an engagement ring into a cake Uh oh and she ate it oh no that's so embarrassing somebody put a ring in a balloon yeah and they were gonna pop the question cute they're gonna give her Mm -hmm. a pin and then it would you know six thousand dollar engagement ring and he lost the balloon they got away from him he said he followed it for so long i bet and then it got away oh my god yeah that's so don't why is it in a helium balloon yeah why is it not tied to your wrist why well, is you it? have to think of every yeah just go inside be inside just be inside just give her the ring you know yeah just yeah. give pop the balloon with a little piece of paper and it says will you marry me yes and then have the ring in your pocket there you go don't ever put the ring anywhere but in your pocket right what if she popped it over a grate or a vent, and then it was gone. What you if know? she's like popping balloons? Is terrifying. Yeah, I'm gonna hemorrhage my own eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just made me glad that both of our proposals uh, went well. Yes, and nothing dramatic happened. Yes, the worst thing that happened at mine was business goose spilled his coffee. Yeah, <laughs> which he does sometimes. Anyway, yeah, I mean, it, you know, we all do. It's we fine. all do. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was absolutely fine. But um, I think we're safe from grand embarrassing grand romantic gestures. i think so now. yeah absolutely i think we've made it yeah so hopefully that's what jingle all the way is about and if it isn't at least we got to talk about some fun stories yeah i mean it learned some life lessons i think it's a good a, a good bet yeah that that's kind of the feeling of it's gonna be the like, moral would have been better if you just hung out with that us big of a deal yeah. yeah we just want you here yeah because you work all the time selling mattresses yeah i guess so mailman and the mattress salesman <laughs> walk into a bar oh i was like is that like a 
Daniel Steele like romance no. novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they already have a place to bone. Oh, yeah. On the mattresses. At the post office. <laughs> I'll bring the mattress. <laughs> you put a mattress in the back of the mail truck. There you go. Go anywhere you want. Absolutely. That's a grand gesture right there. <laughs> Babe, I outfitted this mail truck with a mattress <laughs> and flowers. I got a grand gesture for you. Hey, hey, anyway, yo, I think that's it hey. for us. If you have a fun story. Oh, my God. Yes, please. About a grand gesture. Please let us know. If it went right. If it went wrong. Yeah. Replay podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram. You can also listen to our other episodes on other podcast platforms that still exist. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeart Media, all those things. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know if we mentioned it, but we have a Patreon. Mm -hmm. You can get bonus episodes. Um, We will shout your name out on the show. We'll send you a sticker in the mail. And we will uh, name the next species of snail that we discover after you. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, my God. We also have a coffee shop. Sounds so cute. <laughs> it does. But not like that. It's ko-fi.com slash replay rewind podcast where you can get physical merchandise. You can get pins and magnets and stickers. And you can also, if you don't want to commit to the Patreon because you're afraid of a commitment, you wishy-washy <laughs> baby, you can go listen to like our True Romance episode is there available for download for just a couple dollars. It helps support us to keep doing what we love, which is sit here in this room with each other and talk to you guys yeah but not listen to you no unless you email us that's true we do actually want to hear what you have to say yeah if you don't want to support us financially you can do it with your words just share the episodes with your friends (laughs) tell everybody you know about it write about it on a bathroom stall somewhere oh like and subscribe yeah Yeah. i would love to see some tasteful graffiti oh my god yes if you're on a road trip or if you live i mean just not if you're not on a road trip yeah. I guess if you live... If you're running errands. Not in the city that we live in. Yeah. Actually, I take it back. Literally anywhere. Yeah. Just write about our podcast on a bathroom wall somewhere, please. That would, would be love great. That. And take pictures and then send it to us. We won't implicate you to the police. <laughs> in the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. And rethink. <laughs> that grand gesture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.